0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the anchor.fm recording platform.
2: Welcome to the next episode of Paddle and Finn. This is Scott.
1: And I'm Brian.
2: And, um, man, Brian, we got a, we got a lot to talk about tonight, man. We, we, um, there's a lot going on with the uh, not only the podcast, but as we're going to get into tonight, uh, there's a, a ton of stuff that's new, not only from a website perspective, the store, uh, but also there's a couple pretty big announcements that uh, I think you guys are going to be pretty excited about uh we're gonna talk about the hunt the 120 rule which i don't even think i know what that is but brian's gonna keep us posted on what it is and uh yeah so without further ado man let's let's get right into it
1: yeah so we uh we, you know we got to start with our coffee talk our bro brew talk we do tonight tonight i decided to go with the two brothers again the brew house blend medium roast Uh, Their description, stone fruit sweetness blends with subtle walnut, caramel, and spice. Oh, man. Our complex yet comfortable signature house blend, roasted daily at our brewery. (laughs) I can tell you, it's delicious.
2: (laughs) So for those, those of you that are listening, we're not actually in studio. Well, we're actually in studio, but two different studios tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're split up. We're doing it via Skype tonight. That's right, that's right
2: that sounds awesome man so you like the coffee it's good stuff
1: super smooth i mean it's a medium blend so it's nice and smooth it's not like diesel fuel you know like me and you like to normally drink Yeah, yeah. um so it's a little bit more subtle you know i i definitely wanted to go lighter tonight just because i gotta work tomorrow <laughs> so i didn't want to be up all night but uh yeah it's super smooth it does have that kind of walnuty caramel taste to it um It's delicious. It's got a nice aftertaste for sure. So how would you compare it to the dark roast
2: we had with the two brothers when we had uh, Jay on last time?
1: A lot lighter, a lot lighter. Um, It's got a little bit more, I think the flavor overall is a little bit better. But I mean, dark roast to medium roast, I mean, you're going to have those different, deeper tone flavors in that dark roast, I think. But this stuff's pretty, pretty good. Well, you know I what, that, it.
2: and that two brothers, um, for those of, of the listeners that are in Illinois or in, like, southern Wisconsin, that's out of a, a Warren, or, yeah, Warrenville, right? I think it's uh, brewed yeah. out of War- Warrenville. War-
1: yeah, Warrenville, Illinois, which yeah. is probably an hour and a half east, or, I'm sorry, west of Chicago.
2: Is it that far west? Wow.
1: But yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah.
2: considered northern Illinois, right? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's real close to uh, Northern Illinois University. Gotcha, gotcha. Not too far away. Yeah, no,
2: it's um. They started, I think, doing doing beer, and and now they're doing coffee roasting and doing a great job for sure.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So Definitely I am awesome. I
2: am uh, drinking uh, Beres Brothers. I think is how you pronounce it. It's B E R R E S. It's actually a Wisconsin roast. So it's actually. Um, roasted in wisconsin and uh, it's the breakfast blend so i went light too tonight and uh i gotta tell you man i'm kind of digging these lighter roasts i really am yeah
1: yeah i mean it's nice when you want just a a nice smooth coffee and you don't need that jolt energy you know um definitely like this brew house blend i picture it drinking it like during breakfast for sure like eggs and sausage Yes
2: yeah. coffee. Yep. All day long. Yeah, this one uh you read the description on yours. Mine is perfectly balanced, exquisitely smooth, wake up to this lively blend of south and central American beans. So, that's that's it. But no, it's good stuff too, man. I think we got two winners yet again. I don't think we've I think the problem is we like coffee too much. So I don't think there's so gonna be how, I don't think there's gonna be one we're not gonna like is my,
1: my So point. how lively do you feel now after drinking that?
2: I don't feel lively at all.
1: <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, let's um
1: let's get into it. Let's, uh, we yeah. were, we released our blog page on our website. If you guys haven't checked our website out, definitely hit it up. It's www.paddle, dot paddle, the letter N in fin dot com and uh you know we got our bio stuff on there um all the podcasts are updated there youtube videos, instagram feeds uh and me and you started our blog pages so yep. we're we're doing some writing mm-hmm. um You had your first article pretty much uh, about winter storage. Why don't you touch on what that's about?
2: yeah, so um it's not only about winter storage, it kind of hit me as winter storage because obviously we're putting the old girls kind of away for the winter but Um, what's interesting is one of the factors that even kept me from getting into buying a boat was, you know, I had nowhere to store it even during the season. You know what I mean? Like my garage is full, I got cars, I've got all that good stuff. What am I doing in the winter? You know, I can't just like leave it on my lawn, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So, so one of the things that I think was a real enabler for me was, uh, a lift, a lift system in my garage, you know?
1: Yeah. that thing's pretty sweet. I must say that.
2: Well, and I gotta tell you, man, it was like thirty bucks. So in in the in the blog post, go to the website, check out the blog. I, I talk about what it is. I actually link to it in, in the uh, uh, from Amazon. Um, but the whole idea there is really to just kind of say, you know, I'm sure there's other kinds of lifts out there that are just as good. I'm not sponsored or anything else, but just having that capability to be able to, you know, when I get back from a day of fishing, I throw my my kayak up on the lift, and you know it's up and out of the way and it's utilizing my garage space much more efficiently. And again, I don't have it sitting, you know, on the lawn as an eyesore, or, you know, I don't have room for a trailer. So I, it really was a game changer for me. And when we talk about the winner, um, you know, that's the same sort of thing, right? There's no way to, to, to really store this thing unless you've got a shed or unless you've got a trailer and you can park it in the third bay of your garage or whatever, you know, and for me that just was none of that was an option. So whether it's the winter, whether it's the during the season, just having a way to hike up your kayak and get it out of the way and uh, not have to worry about taking up too much space was, was key for me. So that's what the blog's about.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, dude, That I think you, the ceilings in your garage are like 9 foot, and with that thing, your new Canoe Frontier 12 pulled all the way up, I can walk underneath that thing, and I'm 6'4". Yep. So, yep. I mean, just the, the space that it saves in your garage is just, it's huge, you know. You can't beat it, that's for sure. Well,
2: and the funny thing is that you, the funny thing you mentioned that, so the straps actually have different settings, meaning they have different loops on them. Sure. And sure, the sure, picture sure. you're seeing is after I first configured it, <clears throat> and what what's, interesting about it it's actually hanging way lower i was actually able to once i got used to the lift and understanding where to kind of uh you know uh wrap it around the kayak etc and the different points and kind of how to tighten her up i was actually able to get it probably another i would say eight to ten inches even higher than where where you see it in that picture there so to your point you know a guy that's six four can easily walk underneath it so yeah it took a little getting used to but uh for 30 bucks man it's a killer piece of kit
1: yeah i i bought two of them and i actually have two of them but Do i didn't really? put them up yeah i i bought them for you know one for the bonafide one for the pelican and my problem is, is i moved my wood shop to my garage so i got like 30 led shop lights hanging from it the ceiling it is the brightest <laughs> so, garage on the planet without a doubt. yeah my son says you could see it from the moon <laughs> but uh you know it you know i don't have the ceiling space now because of that um uh-huh. But uh, I got some other plans that uh, I'm going to work on over the winter. I'm going to build a rack system, and I'll actually do a YouTube video on it. Um, And I'm going to try doing it with, like, just basic tools that everybody's got. I mean, mean, let's face it, you know, but uh, for you listeners, you know, I got a pretty well-set-up wood shop in my garage. So
0: I'm going to try to use
1: basic tools, and uh, I'm thinking that this rack is going to be you know, able to store two boats, wheel it in and out of the garage. It'll be on wheels, and you know, it'll be a good storage option. When I'm using my wood shop, I can push it outside into the driveway, show off my fancy bonafide kayak, and do my work, and then roll it back in. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be pretty cool. But I think to each its own. But I I love the concept of that that whole lift system because it gets it up off the floor, out of the way. You're not worried about the shape of your boat being deformed from having all your gear in it and it just sitting on the on the concrete floor, you know, things like that. I mean, the whole concept behind it, I think, is huge, you know, for anybody's standpoint.
2: Well, you know, what's funny is, uh, well, there's a couple things to think about when you're doing a lift. Like, when I first went to go put this in, I thought I'd just basically, you know— drill it into some studs you know in the ceiling or whatever and then be able to uh kind of attach these pulleys etc and that's not the way they have you do it at all you've actually got to go get uh it's either one by or two by and then you actually run that along your studs or the you know the uh in the ceiling and then basically what you do is you take the lag bolts and you drill into those studs that you've just set on top so uh the nice thing about it is it gives you flexibility to move those depending on if you've got a short kayak, if you've got a like I've got a 12 footer, but what if you have got a 13 or or 14 foot kayak? Uh you're going to want those those pulleys in a different spot. So it makes it very customizable. Second thing is it's got a built-in brake, which is the coolest thing ever. So like my son, you know, who's 11 wants to come out and always help me take it down <laughs> and pull it <laughs> up. You know, he you know, if 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 the thing didn't have a, a built-in brake, um you know he'd probably go up to the rafters and the and the kayak would hit the ground <laughs> so the yeah. cool thing oh, yeah. is it's got that built in so literally any point in time you can just give it slack and that brake will apply and it'll stop the kayak wherever it's at the other thing i did too that uh, you can't see in the picture but um not ever having a hoist before i get a little nervous about especially when it hangs over the cars you know what happens if it you know one of those those lag bolts pulls through or something or i didn't configure something right and down it comes um so what i did was i went out and bought those little they're like little ratchet straps but they're uh they hold up to i think 120 pounds a piece and i bought one at the front and one in the back and i basically just did eye hooks up in the ceiling so it's kind of like an extra added layer of security so in case the hoist did fail at some point these cheap little insurance devices would would keep it from you know smashing our cars so um. Again, just something I did extra, but <clears throat> to me it gives me peace of mind. You know.
1: Yeah. No. For sure. I'd I'd hate to hear you call me and say you smashed up <laughs> the black Ferrari in the driveway. The Batmobile. Or in the garage. Yeah. I yeah. Know. The Batmobile in the garage. Yeah. 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 So. P.K.A. <laughs> Nissan.
2: <laughs> so. So I wrote, obviously, uh, the, on the website, you can go to Scott or Brian's blog. Well, Brian, I mean, I think you've got some a, a pretty interesting blog post to talk about. So why don't you talk a little bit about what you wrote about?
1: Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, my, my article is entitled Chasing the Dream. And, um, you know, the podcast has been taken off. Um, I've been a lifelong fisherman, uh, which, you know, is, is definitely a passion that we all carry. And, um, you know, we got into this kayak fishing thing and I don't know, something came over me. It was just like a huge wave. And, um, you know, if you guys have heard our first, um, podcast, when we talked about, you know, our backgrounds, things like that, uh, back in like 2010, you know, I ran, uh, a small website, you know, it was mostly hunting and fishing, blog posts, videos, all that stuff. Life got in the way, stopped doing it. Um, you know, now we're getting back into the swing of things. And, you know, I'm at a point where, um, you know, I just want to fish. Like, I, I can't think about anything other than fishing, kayak fishing, building the kayak fishing community, as goofy as that may sound to some, and, you know, just just carrying out the passion And, um, you know, I own my own company, uh, currently I'm going to start selling it off in the spring and, you know, hit the road, fish, fish full time, uh, fishing tournaments, making YouTube videos, um, creating content, producing podcasts, things like that. And, uh, you know, to some, it may be seen seem crazy. But, you know, what I do, what I talk about in that article is like, you know, the big thought I've had in the back of my mind is what if, do I want to think that for forever? You know, I'm at a point in my life where I can choose to do that and um, make it work. You know, am I going to succeed? I don't know. Am I going to fail? I don't know. You know, but there's only one way to find out. And, you know, it's just, you know, the passion inside me and the, the drive that I have and the things that I want to do, um, there's no way to necessarily try achieving them. Um, unless I kind of set out and do this, so to speak. So, I mean, it, it's crazy, but you know, it's a dream. And the only way to achieve a dream is if you actually get out there and go after it. So it's definitely a good read. Um, it'll definitely be an interesting year. I'm sure I'm going to learn a whole, whole lot, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We, we've had so many extensive conversations about this, you know, and, uh, I think it's very well planned out, uh, on, you know, what I'm going to try to achieve. And, um, I don't know, what are you, what are your thoughts on my craziness?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned earlier about, um, you know, s- success or failure. And I think we've talked about this before. It's not necessarily, at least in my view, it's, <clears throat> you know, this is an experience, right? And you're doing it the right way. You're doing it in a calculated way. You can always go back to what you were doing before, uh, sure. you know, if you ever wanted to. So <clears throat> the whole idea here is, in my opinion, man, I, I envy you. I think that's a brilliant Uh, Decision. It takes a lot of guts, but at the same time, too, I think there's a lot of reward there in the aspect of, you know, success or failure is only defined by really kind of, you know, uh, are you defining it by the world standard or your standard? And in this case, you know, just getting out and fishing and doing what you love and and, and making it a a personal passion. In in my opinion, man, I applaud you, and I think it's brilliant, and and you're always going to succeed if that's what you're doing.
1: Well, that's, that's just it. You know, it's like, I talk about that in the article. Would you rather, you know, do something that makes you miserable? And I'm not saying that what I do now makes me miserable. Um, but do you want to, you know, just do the everyday nine to five grind or would you rather get out there, put yourself out there and do what you're passionate yep, about for sure. and share that passion with others? I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's some, some stuff right there. You know, it's like, Life is a gamble, you know. Go gamble. Yeah. And that's a slogan from a, a another YouTuber that I watch. And uh, you know, if, if you don't roll the dice once in a while, you you know, how are you going to know how you're going to end up or what's going to exactly end up? Right. But uh, you know, it'll be interesting for sure. So, um, I think the coolest part about this whole thing, and I've been thinking about this lately, you know, the podcast is growing. We got this huge following starting on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff is when, when I'm traveling around to meet like people that listen to the pod, I think that's going to be the coolest thing ever. And I was actually thinking today, like, you know, we get emails and stuff from listeners all the time. And it's like, I was thinking about, cause I'm going to be traveling cross country for sure. Um, and I thought it'd be cool to like hit up a couple listeners and be like, Hey, let's fish together. You oh, know? yeah for so, sure yeah so watch out guys you know you might be getting a dm from me next year and then you, you know, might have to look... be
2: on the podcast
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and i mean that's the thing you know it's like awesome. we started this podcast just to to grow community because we came in green-footed we had a rough time like finding info and like choosing right boats, things like that. And that's why this whole podcast was created, right? You know, for some of you that are just listening to your first episode or, you know, for you guys that have been here since episode one, you know. Um, we created this to to help build a community, put as much information out there as possible about kayaks, fishing, gear, you know, you name it. And, you know, I, I figure if, you know, yeah, I'm – I have a competitive edge to me, that's for sure. Like, I I definitely want to fish tournaments. But the whole flip side of that is, like I said, creating YouTube videos, um, you know, content for the podcast, things like that, blog posts. Um, If I can take all that stuff and get it out there and it helps one guy get to where we are now when we were in his shoes and knew nothing – mission achieved. I mean, straight up. I mean, that's what we're here for. And, uh, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot this year. Like I said before, and, you know, to be able to learn and share my learning experience, good, bad, ugly, I think would be cool. Uh, Um, I think a lot of people would enjoy it and, uh, like to come along for the ride. So yeah, it's coming.
2: I can't, I can't wait for the campfire tales. Oh, I'm sure
1: there will be plenty. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, it's funny. Like I, you know, I've just come to this conclusion probably in the past week, yeah. week and a half. It came quick. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's something that's been thought about for quite a, a long few months. Time. Sure. Yeah, and uh, many conversations have been had, and many plans have been gone through over and over. And you know, I haven't told very many people so. I know uh, if my old man listens to this before Sunday, I'm sure the conversation is going to be interesting at dinner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody knows because no one listens to the uh, the pod. So, no, nah,
1: there's <laughs> there's plenty, there's plenty. There there was even a comment from our man Jacob Ruff up in Wisconsin on the Facebook page. Nice. I think his comment was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um it'll be interesting, you know. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um people are gonna call me crazy, brilliant. Uh tell me I probably should check into a hospital or something, but hey, you know, it's worth a shot. Why it's not? Stuff, but,
2: man I, no, I, I I can speak for myself, man. It's gonna be great watching the ride and seeing where you go and what you do and I think too two thousand nineteen I think we're gonna have a lot of A lot of stuff coming out for the not only the website but i mean the content all that stuff i think it's going to be it's going to be pretty awesome i think the stories and tales are going to be pretty uh pretty out there as well so i'm looking forward to it man for sure so congrats i'm excited about it for you
1: yeah man it'll be interesting um yeah like i said uh you know obviously this has kind of been thought out and planned out a little bit obviously uh you know old viewers know but new viewers i converted a a trailer into a camper, and that hauls the kayaks and everything. So, me, the camper, the boat, and the truck are hitting the road, and uh, I don't know, might bring our mascot with to aka my dog. So we'll see. But
2: uh, well, and if you see, if any of our listeners out there see the paddle and fin, uh, the camp bro, I think uh, feel free to knock on the door and say hello.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't miss the thing. <laughs> or if you see see the trailer anywhere, snap a picture and, and oh, that's a great idea. that's hashtag a great. Hashtag us on Instagram because uh, if you guys haven't seen, check out our Instagram page of the trailer. We got all stickered up and uh, it's like a, a billboard on wheels it now. It is. It's pretty awesome. But uh, and speaking of which, uh, the new decals came in today. So uh, there's a post on Instagram. Um, we We've got had new... a bunch
2: respond already, so yeah, they're seeing yeah. It my sure.
1: my phone just keeps going off because I just posted <laughs> it like an hour ago. But if you guys want some free stickers, uh, shoot us an email, hit us up on any of the social platforms or on our website paddleandfin.com. dot com. But uh, we'll send you out some decals. But uh, and these are
2: the and these are the waterproof
1: ones, the real waterproof ones. Yep. ones. Yeah, yep. yeah. I made the mistake last time; no, I ordered the cheap right. stickers, and they peeled off. No worries. Sorry, Todd Phillips. Sorry, Todd Phillips. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to send new stickers out, both the waterproof and the dry ones, if you want to put them on your laptops, you know, whatever. Phone cases. Oh, Speaking of phone cases, our store is open on the website as well. I just got my to... Palinfin
2: phone case. I'm not even joking. I just got it yesterday. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: mine, yeah mine's supposed to show up Tuesday, I think, along okay. with my T-shirt as well you can get on our store, T-shirts, coffee mugs.
2: Well, and on top of it, too, we're still running that promotion, I think, for another week. <clears throat> so that's... Uh,
1: uh, 10% uh, off. Yep. Promo code Paddle. PADDLE. You got it. You got it.
2: It's weird. Like, I haven't, um, on the delivery side, just to forewarn, I mean, I ordered three things, and they're all coming separately, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, but I'm telling you, I got my, my phone case, and it's awesome. I mean, the the Sweet. printing's great. looks really good. Yep super stoked so
1: yeah i can't wait to get mine it'll be sweet for sure
2: so yeah. then um uh another thing too we wanted to talk about a little bit was um the kayak search right we've been talking about that on a couple different <laughs> pods
1: right? you had me a
2: kayak you had <laughs> me a <at> kayak <laughs> so so everyone knows that I'm looking for a new kayak, and I'm specifically looking for a pedal pedal kayak. And Brian, I mean, you're in the same boat, right? Yep, the pun, yep. but, yeah. the but I mean, you're, you're looking for one as well, right? Oh, yeah. So um, I ran into a kayak mm-hmm. shop uh, up in uh, uh, up in Madison. It's called Rutabaga. And actually, we're going to have um, Ethan on for Rutabaga here next week uh, to talk about not only the shop and, and a lot of the unique things about the shop, but also talk about <clears throat> sort of when a new when a new um, uh, prospective buyer comes in, someone brand new to kayak fishing comes in. They say they want to get into it. They don't know much about it. Kind of what's the process, right? And how do how do, how does he take them from uh, from zero to to a hundred in in no time? So uh, I wound up stopping in the in, in the kayak shop. I was doing business up in Arcadia, and um, I wound up stopping and talking, and it was amazing the amount of knowledge he had on uh, uh of the different pedal kayaks now they carry specifically native jackson um old town and then um i can't think of uh what the other you said
1: they had, had bonafide there they had too, bonafide right?
2: too exactly so how can i forget bonafide dude
1: yeah don't ever do that again <laughs> otherwise our friendship our friendship is over
2: i am so sorry this is oh wow and it's caught on live podcast this is crazy <laughs> So anyway, so he's going through all these different, like, you know, pedal drives and pros and cons and all this stuff. So we we definitely wanted to have him on the on the pod and, and talk to all you guys about that as well. But uh, I actually got really uh, kind of fell in love with uh, the native Slayer, the 13 yeah. Propel. And I uh, got a chance to feel the drive, see the drive, actually kind of check it out. And I went on, of course, I was obsessed once I left and I wound up looking at, uh, they've got a transom mount in the front yeah. so you can actually drop a, a trolling motor which everyone knows i've got for my my new canoe uh right through the center right so you can basically set that thing up and then use your rudder and you've got basically you know electric power if you wanted it as well so anyway long story short um I, that one's on the short list and then of course the Predator's always or yeah the old Town predator has always been on my short list so as far as an update goes it's kind of where my head's at i mean what what were you thinking
1: brian well, first, before we go there, so, like, what is, um, what are your pros and cons for both boats, if you don't mind?
2: No, for sure, and I haven't taken both out, so I'm I'm not an right. expert by any stretch, but from the research sure. I've done and from what I've looked at, um, pros and cons. The What I really like about the native pedal drive is, number one, it's aircraft-grade aluminum, so it feels really solid, it doesn't feel plasticky and... And kind of junky from that perspective it feels very very solid and looks very simple right it's got a gear it's got a gear in the upper unit and it's got a bunch of gears in the lower unit both need to be greased um people have complained that it's loud so i'll be curious to see how that plays out um because again until you own it you don't really know you don't want a loud pedal drive that's for sure but uh the more and more i researched about maintenance and keeping it lubed etc a lot of guys run into noise with that pedal drive when they're not properly or lubing the bottom unit at all so i'll be curious to see if that's true or if that's hocus pocus or what but uh the pedal drive really kind of caught me um as being very robust very simple very straightforward um with not a lot of you know wanky features to to you know uh, render it useless. The second thing was, sure. the second thing was, I really like the idea of that transom mount, um, in, right in front of you, like s- literally sitting right where the pedal drive goes and dropping your trolley motor through there. Um, yeah, right. So that that's huge for me too. That the fact that it's versatile. And then the last thing I th- really thought was unique was, as I research it, it's only thirty-three inches wide, so it's not my forty-one inch new canoe. Uh, so stability-wise, I'm a little skeptical uh especially for me a big klutz like me but um the trade-off there is it, it supposedly paddles very well
1: yes yeah, so right, right,
2: right. i'm excited about that too because you know i don't always want to be using pedals or electric motors or anything like that so having a kayak that that really paddles well i think would be key so on paper it looks great uh but i definitely would have to take it out and, and, and see how that scoops out
1: yeah for sure for sure now you took the predator out I did. I, uh, I test drove that when I, uh, went purchased my bon- bonafide. Yeah. yeah. Um, I originally wanted to try the Jackson Cusa, um, but they couldn't find the drive, uh, the upper part of the drive for it. So, uh, the guy at my local paddle shop here, uh, rock town, he, um, he suggested I try the predator. Um, I thought it was a cool boat. Um, I mean the pedal drive I took off like that thing's got some torque to it. I'll Does just it. leave it at that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, stability wise, it was totally fine. Um, I think it was like it was very close to being almost as stable as my Bonafide. Yeah. Just a touch under it. Um, I think the width it's it's about the same. It might be a little wider than a Bonafide. Uh, the seat it's height thirty six nice.
2: inches. I'm looking at it right now. It's thirty six. Okay. Inches. Yeah.
1: So it's a little wider than the Bonafide. So. <laughs> Wait, um, what's
2: your Bonafide? Uh,
1: it's like thirty four and three quarter, I think okay. is what
2: it is. So the slayer's uh-huh. even thinner than that. It's 33 yeah, and a half, yeah, I think. So that's yeah that's definitely a yeah. downside in my opinion so far. Especially the big guys right. like me. But yeah. Right.
1: But um it I mean it took off. It was comfortable. The seat height was nice, you know, especially for me being a taller guy. Um, but it was adjustable. Um it, it remind I I think I told you this, like when I took it out, it reminded me of that three waters, uh, kayak, the yep. big fish or whatever. Yep. Um, like the looks of it overall. Um, the only thing I didn't like was, you know, propping the drive out, exactly. but it, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was like two or three clips, I think, and the whole unit just popped out as you were coming in. The shore. native's the same
2: way, man. So I might hate that. I don't know. You know, I won't know till I till I take it out. You
1: know, but it's the same way. Well, it's got to prop out. You know. Yeah, I mean, legit. The only time you gotta worry about it is when you're taking off or coming in ashore, right? Or you, wanna clear you know, weeds if off. you're yeah. yeah, if you got to clear weeds off because you're in some thick cabbage, so to speak. But. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought it was a good performing boat. I didn't dislike it. Um, I mean, I just, I disliked it just because, I don't know, it just wasn't me. It didn't fit yep. the feel. Yep. The deck space I was kind of t- a little tight. Um, Not like horrible, but it just seemed tighter than what the Bonafide platform is.
2: What did you think about the rudder that kind of flops into the water? And then like, how well did that yeah. steer you?
1: Yeah, that, that. Uh, that system worked great it did. and, um, it did steer you. I mean, let's face it, like bigger boats like that with a pedal drive turnings, always a little sluggish. It it's is. not like, yep. like sticking your paddle in the water and doing a sharp turn, so to speak. Yep. Um, but it, it turned all right. I mean, it, it wasn't horrible. Um, and you have the forward and reverse, um, just by pedaling, yep. you know, switching the directions of your pedaling, um, but I, I thought it was awesome overall. Um I just I I think I felt more confined in it, so to speak. Yeah. Um, because the the gunnel walls come up pretty high. They do. So We're looking at but, it right now. Uh, the front end comes up pretty high actually. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that that's the thing too. The wind's gonna blow you around a little bit. Yeah. You're sticking sticking a little higher out of the water. But yep. I mean I blow around anyways. I'm like a sail in a kayak. Yeah. So but um you know. I think it was a great boat, I, I, and, you know, I can't say anything about the uh, the other boat you're looking at because I haven't seen it up close and personal. I've just read online, right. looked at pictures, things sure. like that. Yep. So That's really where uh, I'm at native, right now, yeah. so, yeah, until you take a well, boat, I, you don't really know. Yeah, right, 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 and, you know, like we always talk about, you always want to do, like, a demo day or, you For know, sure. talk to the kayak shop and be like, hey, I'm interested in this boat. Can I try it out before I buy it? and always try out another boat that's comparable to it. Right. You know. Like like me when I went to the demo day, I thought for sure I was buying the new canoe pursuit. Yep. I remember and that. Yep. I ended up buying the Bonafide. Yep. So, I mean, and then I fell in love with my cool hand blue. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's uh I mean, that's a thing, you know. You you really not going to know until you get in to either one of those I think. Yeah. Um I think you'll I think you'll you'll like the uh old town predator. I think I and even the guys at the kayak shop they said people love this boat. They come in and buy it all the time. Yeah. And I think part of that is like regional too, like certain parts of the country are gonna buy certain kinds of boats versus, you know, whatever. Sure. But uh you know, I think it's just you know and I think that's a thing too. It shouldn't be like that. It should be a personal preference thing um but you know ethan at rutabaga told you you know he sells tons of those propels right he does the native he does and he never gets
2: them coming back in either yeah
1: right so that says something too right there you know it does
2: it does so but again i I think getting back to it i mean this is all on paper right now you know until you take it out and actually check it out you're not really going to know unfortunately you know you go on YouTube, and for every boat that's out there, there's going to be positive and negative things that are talked about, which is good. You need to know what they are. Like, for instance, when we had Steve McGee on, he talked about the, the built-in rudder, right, underneath the uh, right, underneath
1: right, right the
2: boat and how you can't really drag it. Well, then when I looked at it, you know, there's a big part, of, piece of plastic that kind of comes in the front of that. And, <clears throat> excuse me, you can actually go ahead and, you know, it kind of takes the brunt of that, and then the, of course the rudder is kind of really flexible if you don't have the aftermarket one. So, uh, and I'm right. thinking about it. I don't really drag my boat much anyway, even my new canoe, which I totally can drag. So, I, I you know, it depends. You know, I don't know if that's really going to be a big deal for me. For some people, it might be. For me, it it might. I don't know. I just don't know till I till I start using it. You know.
1: Yeah. No. For sure. I mean, that's kind of the same boat I'm in. Since we're talking about boats, well,
2: you're you're kind of thinking about you're kind of thinking about that big rig FD, right?
1: I am, I am. I mean, that's I, a super.
2: That's like the Cadillac. I mean, it's really like a Cadillac when you think about the rod storage and. I mean, talk a little bit about what do you like about that boat?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it, that boat is definitely going to give Hobie a run for its money. You know, um, you know, especially after talking to Jay. Um, you know, he, he actually took that boat out, uh, at the Jackson summit and, um, I've watched a bunch of videos and stuff and reviews on it and I'm waiting to see it up close and personal and get into it. Cause I really think I'm going to, you know, get into that boat. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, obviously everybody knows now I love my bonafide and, you know, Fishing these tournaments, all that stuff. I, I need a, a pedal drive. It's either that or I put a trolling motor on my Bonafide, which you know I'm not necessarily all about, um, just because of the hassle of it, so to speak. Does it have a uh,
2: Does it have a transom on the back? A transom mount for a trolling? Yeah,
1: mount? yeah. They have the mount so you could put either a uh, trolling motor or a uh, power pull on the back.
2: So I guess what I'm thinking out loud with. Is you know I've got the trolling motor and the battery right, and I think right. you've got one too. But I mean, we should try it out and see what it, see what happens. See if you'd like it or not. Because I got that extension tiller too. Right, right, right. right. So
1: I mean, yeah, you, sure.
2: You, you know what I mean? We could we could rig it up and see what it see what it does.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've thought about it. Yeah, uh, I've definitely thought about it. Something about
2: pedals, though, right? I mean, is that yeah, right, right, right.
1: Well. Yes. And, and that's the thing with the pedal drives nowadays, you can go forward, reverse, especially like the Jackson or, um, you know, the native that you're looking at, you know, it's just a simple thing of changing your pedal direction. Right.
2: Right. Whereas
1: like Hobie, you got to pull the cable, put it in reverse, which, you know, some people say isn't a big deal. Some people say it's a pain in the butt, Yeah. you know, it, it all depends. It's, it's a personal preference, you know? And the one thing about uh, the new big rig is is yeah it's pedal drive um, you can paddle it it's supposed to be smooth paddling and Jackson's coming out with that new uh, system that mounts to the top end of the pedal drive and it turns it into a, a motor right. virtually right you can hook a battery to it lithium or regular. Um, so, you got the best of all three worlds in one boat. Yep. And that is a big rig. You know, the name stands for itself. You know, it's a, it's a wider boat, it's long. I like the front hatch, the back hatch on it, plenty of room for my black pack in the back uh, with all my tackle boxes in it. It's got the killer rod storage on both sides. And they even thought about me when they designed it because there's a fly, fly reel slot and it will fit a nine foot fly rod so i could fly fish out of the thing. Yep. Uh, um but you think know, about it, the thing
2: about the rod storage, dude. Like you wouldn't even need to throw yeah. your rods in the in the kayak
1: like you do to Yeah, ride. in
2: the back. You yeah, could you, you could would, actually go ahead and just store them on deck, right? They're stacked.
1: Right, 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 right. So, I mean, overall, it's it's a it's a pretty stellar looking boat. But yeah, again, you know, I i I learned my lesson the hard way and I won't do it again, you know, like I want to get in that boat before I purchase it. Yep. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, it could end up like, you know, when I went to when I thought I was going to buy the new canoe and I ended up with the Bonafide, yeah. you know. So, you know, that's just the way it is. But
2: but I, you I mentioned enough. something. I early... would just sorry, man, I cut
1: you off. Go ahead. No, 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 it's all good. I was going to say I just wish Bonafide would just come out with a pedal drive already, <laughs> you know, making me stray away from my cool hand blue. Well, you know, you know what's funny is it,
2: I, I, it all it all harkens back to, I remember, for me anyway, I remember me, you, and Jay Randall went out on your pond, and uh, it was super windy, and me yeah. and you were like, you know, he was You're throwing running. like five casts every two that we would throw because we'd have to obviously be correcting our position up that north finger. Right. And you could just look back, and Jay's just like, pedal forward. Paddle reverse. <laughs> like you yeah. it was like, pedal forward. It was, like, really, it was nice, because I'm like, oh, that's such a game changer, you know? Just being able oh, to yeah, do that without sure. thinking about it, you know?
1: For sure. Well, and then you think about that, like, tournament-wise, like, that's a thing. You know, if I'm casting two to, oh, yeah. two to three times to everybody else's five because I'm paddling. Right. Like, you know. You're going to be at a something. disadvantage. Yep, for yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, i got to just stay ahead of the game, you know, but... um I don't know. We'll there, see. There's how it a goes.
2: couple. Isn't there a couple manufacturers now that are doing that, where their pedal drive actually has two, two pieces to it, and like uh, I know, I know, like you said, the Jackson's coming out with the. There's another one that has the. Uh, yeah, electric feel motor free. Too. Feel free came. Feel out free's with got that. Okay, yep. gotcha.
1: Yep. Which is a boat I'm kind of interested in as well. Like the big back, fish.
2: That's a sweet boat.
1: Well, oh, no, 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 no. The feel free uh, lure. Oh, I'm thinking three it? waters. Yeah, yeah uh feel free lure uh look it up. Is it 12 and a half or 13 and or, the, a half or you're thinking of dorado yeah 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 yeah. that's what i'm thinking of right yeah but they came out with a uh an electric unit that hooks up to their pedal drive as well yep. and turns it into a motor yeah so um yeah it'll be interesting you know i i mean i was never really a fan of feel free before but i'm kind of digging their boats more and more yeah uh so you know that's definitely on the back burner as well. So
2: it's called the Overdrive.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yep, 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 yep. yep. And awesome.
2: if you look that's at their good. offering, they've got. Um, yeah, it looks like it plugs right in. That that yeah. pedal yeah. drive looks bonkers, man! Like it looks like an engineering marvel. Like it's pretty cool sure. looking. Yeah. So it's a, it's available yeah. in the Lure series, which they've got an eleven and a half, a thirteen and a half, and then yeah. uh, and then they've got it in the uh, Dorado.
1: Gotcha yeah
2: that dorado's awesome dude
1: yeah yeah i mean and that's the thing you know like a lot of boat companies are catching on to the trends you know Yep. um so they're trying out their game and stay competitive with you know everybody else which is good you know brings more options to the table for all of us so
2: all right man enough boat talk and, and 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 dreaming me and you dreaming about uh brand new pedal kayaks. so what is this 120 business? You got
1: to get into this. Oh yeah, so um, you know here in the north, it's definitely cooled down. We all woke up to snow this morning. Yeah we did and um, you know it's something that uh, you know everybody's talking about lately because cold weather's coming in. And it's the 120 rule. So if you don't know what the 120 rule is, if the air temperature and the water temperature combined don't equate to 120 or more you should be wearing a dry suit. Um, most of your local kayak shops will have dry suits available. Um, it's just a safety thing, you know, for the fact that you do fall in, get wet. We don't want you to not come home. So, you know, the basic 120 rule this time of year, if you're going out in the water, you should be wearing a dry suit, um, some, some warm clothing so you stay warm and, uh, you don't get hypothermia basically interesting yeah we
2: were we were up in canada one year i forget where we were i think we were at uh Lake, and um me and my dad were fishing we had a guide with us and um you know we'd go to breakfast and there was these two guys that were that were musky fishermen and um I don't know why they were wearing them. It was like summer, right? It had to be like a June or whatever. But I wonder if it was the 120 rule or something. Because I will tell you what, um, every day they went cold. out. Every every day, well, every day they went out. They had these suits on. Man, look like spacemen.
1: Is that what you're right. talking about? Dry suit. Uh, dry suits are almost like what divers use. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So to speak. Um, there are some different forms. Uh, I know Jay's got one that you know. Uh kind of looks like rain gear almost but uh it's made by NRS gotcha so you know just look into it if you guys are still going out um you know at least have some snug waterproof neoprene waders on you know so I know myself I may get out a couple more times we'll see so
2: yeah you're so more motivated than I am like I'm missing fishing already but at the same time too it's like you know, right now it's like if I, you know, can stay inside as opposed to going outside in 24 degree weather, I'm I'm gonna do it.
1: <laughs> you well, know what I mean? This, this time of year is usually uh, usually my fly fishing time. Is it really? You know, where do you go fly yeah, fishing? Uh, usually I head up to the tributaries coming out of Lake Michigan up in Wisconsin in Racine or gotcha. Milwaukee. You know, fly fishing for big brown trout, steelhead. Most of the salmon are dead by now from the run, the spawn. Um, but, yeah, we've well, – What are the steelhead
2: doing right now? Are they doing any uh, kind of run or anything like that, or is it just the uh, time of year because the
1: they're active? Yeah, their spawn is in the spring. Usually it's uh, April. Um, you know, as the water starts to warm back up, they'll start running up to drop eggs. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, the browns are in the river all year round – or not all year round, but all winter long. Oh, okay. Um, cause basically they follow the salmon in and they follow up behind the salmon eating the salmon eggs. So some of them will just hang out in that, that river during the winter, um, just gotcha. because of the water temp. Yep. Um, trout are super sensitive to water temps. So, um, yeah, the best, best outing I ever had was new year's Eve. One year we were up there and I think I landed four Browns over 26 inches you know, really? just fat, chunky, healthy brown yeah. trout. Sure. So, um, yeah, I love it. And then, you know, you'll find an occasional steelhead in there in the winter, and then springtime they're in there thick. But, uh, you know, that's just wading, wading in neoprene waders and fly fishing the river. Interesting. So, dude, yeah. I,
2: I have to go back to this. I'm actually while you're talking about this, I'm looking at the Dorado. That's uh-huh. that seat that that Feel Free makes looks awesome
1: yeah is it awesome well, have you heard anything about it um well i've seen the the smaller lure seats um at the, the local gander outdoors and but the same style seat it, it looks like yeah they look super comfortable for sure
2: i don't know what that tag on the front is it must be for adjustment or something How huh? that little like red tag i don't know if you've seen that it's pretty yeah sweet. i think
1: that's for seat adjustment i'm not 100 percent sure though. that's
2: very cool very, very cool. Yeah,
1: even the lures
2: look pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, I don't oh, know if yeah, you know a dealer sure. that does that around here.
1: Well, I know Gander Outdoors oh, carries right. the Gander 11 and a half Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. Have you seen the PDLs
2: there? Or the, what no. do you call it, the Overdrive?
1: Uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No. They just carry, like, their standard paddle Style stuff. Kayak. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I think you can order them through there. So I'm not sure. Uh, there is a shop, I think, somewhere in the Chicagoland area that, that carries them. I mean, they're available, you know, nationwide. But um, I know there's one shop somewhere uh, in the Chicagoland area that sells them for sure.
2: Awesome, man. Well, we are at the uh, at the end of another pod, man.
1: Already? We are. Yeah, we totally are. I drank a whole pot of coffee. and I'm ready to go another <laughs> hour. That's awesome. Maybe this stuff wasn't as smooth as I thought.
2: I know it was like, yeah, it was dis- it was deceiving. That's
1: right. <laughs> I got to respond to all the emails from the free stickers. There post. you go. There you go. So,
2: so real quick, yeah, guys. We... Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Uh, to... I was gonna say. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, uh, if you guys want some free decals uh, for your boats, cars, whatever, uh, laptop, uh, send us an email, Put us up on the website, we will going to mail it out to you.
2: Yeah, and then <clears throat> the other thing too, just a reminder, I mean, uh, the stores, um, we're still running that uh, 10% off using the paddle. Um, uh, promotional code, feel free to go and check it out. We've got coffee mugs, we've got uh, sweatshirts, we've got men's and women's tees, all logoed up, uh, phone cases, all that good stuff. So if you guys are looking for stuff for Christmas, uh, it's a great way to support the pod and uh, a great way to get some cool swag. Then secondly, too, uh, on the website, like Brian uh, and I had mentioned earlier, uh, the blog spots are up, so we're blogging now. Um, So go ahead and check that out. Again, the, the, the website's constantly... Uh, getting updates to it as well it's got our instagram feed it's got all the latest pods through rss so again anything paddle and fin related or even if you just want to contact us and send us a uh an email etc it's all out there and ready to roll so uh paddle www.paddleandfin.com is the place to go for all things paddle and fin. anything else brian you can think of
1: yeah one last announcement uh I um, am partnering up in a sponsorship with oh, yes. Elysian Fishing Rods.
2: Yes, how do we so, uh,
1: that? Sorry. if you guys are interested in uh, some super sweet custom fishing rods, check out Elysian Fishing, E-L-Y-S-I-A-N, fishing.com. Uh, I got links posted on our Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, but check them out. We're going to have them on the podcast as well, so uh, look forward to that. I'm uh, super stoked. So, and I um, forgot to
2: congratulate you on that, man. That's awesome.
1: The first yeah, pro yeah, staff. No I love it. Yeah. So uh, I'm teaming up with them guys, and uh, we're going to be fishing their rods. And uh, they look super. be super sweet. sweet. By the way. Yep. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bats, bats, and blanks. Fuji guides. Uh, super sweet reel seats. Uh, Got rods for all different types of fishing baits, weights, uh, lengths, etc. Also cetera. price points, so.
2: man. You know they they really run yeah. the gamut. So
1: oh yeah yeah for sure. If you want you know a good introductory custom rod, um, all the way up to your high end stuff, they got you covered. So check them out. like I said, you know we're gonna have them on the podcast coming up here soon. So you know look for that. Uh, we'll be talking fishing rods in an episode real soon. Awesome, man.
2: Well, congrats again, and thanks, everyone, for joining you, or joining us. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next pod, huh?
1: Absolutely. Tight lines, smooth paddling.
2: To go with like just full blown redneck on these fish. This is like high tech cane pole fishing right
0: here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chase in the Sun, Sundays at 9 30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.